Philippians the third chapter verses 13 to 14 the passion translation I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this however I do have one compelling focus I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Bible Before Breakfast, Mildred Kingsley Gonkwa here. This morning, we're going to be talking about how to deal with regrets. And remember yesterday I told you, the regret is not always a bad thing. Even though it's not always a great thing, the question to ask yourself is, what do I regret and why do I regret it? And is there anything I can do about it to remedy the situation? If there isn't, then you're just going over old history. And the Bible is very clear in the scriptures that we read yesterday, Isaiah 43 verse 18, that you should forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. So if it's happened, then forget it. If you can't do anything about it, then forget it. So many people live in their past that they're crippled such that they can't move into their future. They're dragging all the sins of the past, all the mistakes of the past, everything they've done wrong, everything they could have done right, everything they should have said, everything they shouldn't have said. You keep carrying that burden with you and it's too heavy to go into your future. Isaiah 43 verse 19 says, be present, be alert. Because God says, I'm about to do something brand new. And the problem is, if you keep your eyes on the old, then you can't see the new. And it's already bursting out. The Bible says, don't you see it? There it is. Don't you see it? There it is. But if you're looking behind you, you can't see it. It's the same way when you're driving a car. You can't keep looking in the rear view mirror if you want to move forward. You're bound to have an accident. So... Have you ever wondered why the windscreen is so large and the rear view mirror is such a tiny little thing? Because the manufacturers of the cars don't expect you to consistently keep your eyes on the past. They need you to be alert and to be present because God is doing a brand new thing with your life. Now, how do you deal with regrets? Because regrets definitely will come up. And especially if you have the kind of personality where you're a deep thinker. So I used to live, literally live in regrets all the time because I would preach a sermon and maybe say something silly and for the next three months keep going over, oh, why did I say that? Oh, why didn't I say that? And every time I would feel this intense emotion where I feel really bad about it, I would think about, oh, why did I miss this scripture? Or why did I misquote that scripture? Why did I make a mistake? The truth is mistakes are inevitable. If you're a human being, you will make mistakes. So offer yourself a little grace. If God can ask you to forget it, that it's just simply old history. You are going over his old history. And God is saying, don't ponder on these things. Don't think about it. In other words, that means that you have the ability not to. So don't recall for my events. Don't just sit down and keep processing them, keep bringing them up. Except it leads you to a place of godly sorrow which eventually leads you to repentance now we settled all that yesterday and today i want to give you a few practical ways to deal with regrets number one ask god 
to use your regrets to keep your heart tender. I think that one of the things that makes us humans that God can use is when we have hearts that are tender, that we consistently refuse to grow hardened, that our consciences are not seared with hot irons like the Bible says will happen in the end times. You need to be the kind of person who when you do wrong, your conscience is pricked. You know that this thing I did is bad. And if there's a way to make amends, please, by all means, find a way. If you can't, then make sure that you do not live in the past. Satan wants you to continue to judge yourself. And the only way that you keep doing that is if he keeps bringing up your regrets to make you feel bad. But if you know what to do, you will first understand that you can hand it over to God and God may not necessarily take you back into the past but he will give you an opportunity for renewal he will give you an opportunity for rebirth he will give you an opportunity to make amends if possible and sometimes to just start afresh and that's the beautiful thing about our God he says if you would only be present and be alert you recognize that I'm already doing a new thing God is already working in the future so don't keep going over the past Ask God to help you use those regrets to continue to keep your heart tender so that you don't become hardened to sin. So that you don't become hardened to sin, hardened to the things that are happening around you. You don't become the kind of person where it does not matter to you. It's important that you consistently offer up your regrets to God as an offering and say, Lord, this place that I'm in, I want you to help me to use it to keep my heart tender the second thing that you can do to deal with regrets is to forget like i said try as much as possible not to keep recounting old memories and revisiting them especially the negative ones every time you feel regret coming on one of the things you can do is the opposite you can look forward instead of looking into your past look forward and that's the third and most important thing you need to do Especially if there's nothing you can do about it. The only person who's interested in your past is Satan. And as they say, every time Satan brings up your past, you bring up his future. We all know where he's ending and that's really hot fire. So, every time you feel regret coming up, look to the future. Look at what God is doing with your life. Look at where God is taking you. And I know that you can do this. And I'm not even asking you to do it on your own. Which is where Philippians, the third chapter and verse 13 comes in. Apostle Paul says, I don't depend on my strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. You know, it's interesting that people who fully understand the love of God do not live in regret. They may allow the regret to bring forth godly sorrow in them and that will lead to repentance but they don't dwell there if anyone had a reason to have regrets it was apostle paul apostle paul was so horrible he literally was killing people having them arrested and killing them and then when he meets jesus he has the audacity to say that he has sinned against no man i'm like sir can we go over that your story again and a bit slower this time You've offended what? 
you've sinned against no man you don't what so you can't say that you really cannot say that let's be honest with each other but he knew that all things were passed away and all things had become new hallelujah he understood fully the love of god and the only one who stays in anyone's past and by past i mean exactly that past your past can be five minutes ago your past can be two minutes ago what is past is past you don't define past the past does once it's past as the word implies then it is past also paul knew and understood this david sinned against god david committed adultery and just to cover up his tracks had the, the woman's husband killed and then david had the audacity to pray in the psalms and say i have sinned against no man but you i'm like sir wait we need to slow down because it looks like there's something wrong with you people's generation how do you sin against somebody and say you sin against only god only against you lord have i sinned no sir you've sinned against uriah you've sinned against Bathsheba. you've sinned against the people of israel he says no only against you god have i sinned and he said cleanse me with high soap purge my heart and i shall be clean he understood and in the minutes and the time where his wife was pregnant and had given birth to a baby and the baby was about to die he fasted and he prayed and the minute they told him that the baby was dead he got up took a bath and he ate he said there's nothing i can do about this anymore there's no point wallowing in regret these are scriptures you need to go back and read people who had a covenant that wasn't even as strong as we have with Jesus understood how to live. David got up from that place, had a bath and had a huge meal and said, you know what? There's nothing I can do about this anymore. If the Lord has taken this child, I can only go to the child. There's nothing that can happen anymore. And after that, guess what he did? He went back to Bathsheba's bed and had another baby. Isn't that our God? And you see the beautiful thing about this God, when he now eventually had the baby, God came to him and said, you're going to name this baby Jedediah because I love this boy. I love this boy. A boy born out of a sinful relationship, God says, I love this boy. There's nothing on this boy that is bad. How you met his mom may have been, but there's nothing about this boy that is bad. And that's how God treats you. Focus on your Solomon. Forget about the baby that died. Focus on your Solomon look to the future so forget the things that are behind and focus and i like i said you're not going to be able to do it on your own so you have to depend on god philippians 3:13 says i don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this however i do have one compelling focus i forget all of the past as i fasten my heart to the future so you forget the past and fasten your heart to the future instead and then you run straight. There's a divine invitation that has been given to you by God. And that's what you do. You run towards it. So when dealing with regret, the first thing you need to do is ask God to help you to use those regrets to keep your heart tender by causing it to bring forth godly sorrow in you. Second thing is to forget all of the past, not some of it, all of it. And as you're doing that, you have to fasten your eyes to the future, fasten your heart to the future. In other words, look forward and then run run straight don't allow satan get into your head don't let anyone get into your head just keep running knowing this that god has forgotten about your past 
and he's saying you too need to forget it. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Funko.